and okay i'm going to record as well all right my name is dr chanel yeah hold on oh, okay tell me uh yeah yeah we're, we're live oh we're live okay yes my name is dr chanel wolverton sihan i am with swiftfire true tv super excited to have jen mccarty on here with us today uh seems like we have a lot of mutual friends and um it was it's just been me patiently waiting to be able to finally have this opportunity to sit with her today and discuss some of the things about what she's doing where she's coming from um you know I, i've been following her and if you are not following her definitely get on facebook and you know all the thing every platform she has because she's so inspirational um, such a bright light, doing such massive work for the entire planet and beyond. And I'm just super honored to have you. Thank you so much for being with us today. Oh, thank you. And I'm so honored to be here as well. And um, it was, you know, it's tricky getting us to align, but we're here now and it's hectic times. It looks like we're going into the 10 days of darkness. And so the energies are really intense. Archie's just going a bit ballistic. Archie, sit, sit. So, um, yeah, my doggy. Let's Aww. just... Just, oh, hello. Hello. Awesome. Yes, yeah, I have my fair share of animals too. I'm a foster mom, and so we've got several actually. Oh, I'm getting, thank you for being a foster mom. I've had 80, no, 89 kittens oh. in my house over the last two years. We just like get them and then take care of them, bottle feed them, get them till their weight, and then we adopt them out. And a matter of fact, I'm picking up one as soon as I get off the phone with you or off this video with you. So oh, that's, oh, that's such a beautiful yeah. job. Thank you. So um, I do not, I'm not going to be completely honest and, um, and say just to my viewers too, because I've got a few and um, because of my background, which is science and also spiritual communities, um, some of the language that you hear from Jen today may be slightly different than what you're used to. And, um, and I, I'm just going to encourage everybody who's not familiar with her or the language that she speaks to please be open and uh, to follow her and just allow spirit to speak to you and to, um, because look, what I was telling her off, off the uh, camera here a few minutes ago is, um, in the, especially with everything ramping up, I've been interviewing a lot of people and they're definitely different than people that we've had on our show before on purpose. And the reason why is because if we don't step outside of our belief system on um, the word believe, meaning to be alive in, if we don't even entertain or have the courage to step out and to look from a broader, bigger picture at some of the other things that are out there and or going on and even available to us, then we're not going to see, we're not going to get the big picture. We're only going to see the tiny little space that we're in and the boxes that we're in. And so I want to encourage you guys to just be really open to what she's saying, whether you agree or understand, I promise you that your spirit will be getting um, everything because I can tell you with um, what I've seen, her heart is pure. She has a resonance of authenticity. She, she moves in character and in love. And that's what I always look for with anyone that I bring on the show is what's the undercurrent here? What, you know, no guile, no um, motives here. She is just literally on the planet to help raise the planet. And that is a friend 
if, if and we got to get stick together and work with each other. And so um, tell me a little bit how you even, I mean, I, I'm background in the military. I actually lived in England twice. I went to school, University of London. So I'm very familiar um, with where you live, love um, Europe, love England, lived in Germany. Um, and so, I mean, London and England and specifically is one of the few places that when I leave, I cry. I really feel like an attachment um, and a responsibility and or call somewhat mm -hmm. to the, the, the land there. And so for even more purposes, you being here and us connecting brings a whole different level. But tell us, how in the world did you get in this space of what you're doing for the planet? Well, I, um, I had a very, very powerful um, spiritual awakening when I was 21. And it was the first time that I went to India. And um, I met this lady, we were going on this trek up to high up in the Himalayas to Mount Kailash. Um, which is the sort of like abode of Shiva, you could say. And um, just, just prior to this trek, this Italian woman manifested and she said to me, you must chant the mantra Om Namah Shivaya. And I'd never heard of the mantra Om Namah Shivaya, but she was so adamant that I, that I must chant this mantra. So, um, so that's O-M-N-A-M-A-H-S-H-I-V-A-Y-A, so Om Namah Shivaya. And um, so I chanted, I, I um, you know, I repeated that, that mantra maybe like about 30,000 times that day. And I got to the top of the mountain and I had this strong feeling that I needed to be on my own. And um, I left the group and I was just chanting Om Namah Shivaya and, and I looked up at, the, up at the sky and I just saw this like this flash of light appeared. And I realized in that moment that I was in the presence of God, that my third eye just blasted open and I wasn't looking for God. And I didn't even know really, I even had a third eye, but I just had like a spontaneous, like massive Kundalini awakening. And um, my third eye just completely blasted open from being sealed shut. And suddenly I realized that God was not the man of the religions that my Catholic religion had told me about that I'd really rebelled against and rejected. God was their energy of creation, of, of love, of, of eternal love. And um, I understood, like, so with my third eye being opened, I, I understood, like, deep, deep spiritual and esoteric truths that would take, like, you know, encyclopedia worth of information was just being downloaded to me instantly. And so I understood implicitly about the oneness of all creation, that every single grain of sand and every single blade of grass and every flower and every star is perfectly interwoven into the tapestry of creation and every single part of creation is, 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 is a perfect reflection of God and so every so every all that exists is oneness so I understood implicitly that, that that all is one there is no separation that separation is a lie and that separation is a construct of the ego it's the third dimensional construct of the ego and um, so I had this experience with my third eye blasting open and then I suddenly felt the spirit of all these ascended beings and I felt the spirit of John Lennon, Bob Marley, Gandhi, Magdalene, uh, Archangel Michael, Yeshua, uh, Baba G. They're, they're the ones that I could recognize. And they, they were all like, like they had like maracas going, woohoo, oh my God, like one soul has woken up. Like it's no mean feat to wake up in the matrix. And they were like, woohoo, they were like having a high dimensional party that, cause I'd literally had done it. I'd like stepped over into the threshold of, of, of awakeness. Do you know what I mean? 
And um, so the light then entered through my, my crown and it sort of traveled down and it got to my solar plexus, no, it got to my navel center. And that's where I had carried a lot of the fear because I was very, very highly intelligent, very deep philosophical person. And so I believed in separation. I was quite invested in, in the idea of separation that, that I was alone, that, that, you know, I did have a lot to be afraid of. And, but as the, this light, this existential light of creation entered through me, um, it, and as it got to my navel center, it was like, it, I just started crying and I just started releasing because I knew that every single moment that I'd had a fearful thought, it was an illusion because mm -hmm. if it's not love, it's not real. And so I just understood deeply and implicitly that only love is eternal and only love is real. And so all of those, so I realized I've been carrying like, like, sort of like um a burden of illusion you know like really believing my fears believing they were real so i just had this like sense of relief like oh my god none of it's real like the only thing that's real is god like that is literally the only thing that is real is is god and god is love and love is truth so god love and truth are synonymous with each other they, they mean exactly the same thing there's no separation from god and truth god is truth so I had this really powerful experience and um, and I, after it, I, I was guided then to, to go and tell my soul brother, Dean, what had happened. And when I, when I told Dean what had happened, um, same thing had happened to him when he was 21. So, so that was like really amazing. I was like, oh my God, wow, that was amazing. And, um, but with Dean, so when I met Dean, I was told by my because I, I meditated at that time and I'd connected with my angels and I knew that my masculine angel was called Christopher. And when I got to India, I was having downloads prior to my spiritual awakening that I was going to be meeting Christopher. So when I met Dean, the very first thing he said to me was that his name, his spiritual name is Christopher. Wow. So after I had this experience of my, my Kundalini spiritual awakening, I looked at Dean and, and I, and I recognized him. I saw Christ in him. I absolutely 1 million bazillion percent saw Christ in him. And I just saw it in, in his vulnerability. I saw it in his face. And it was like, once you, once you see, you cannot unsee. And then because it was so clear, it was like clear as day, clear as the sun in front of, in, in the sky that, 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 that he's Christ, that the Christ self dwells in him. I, I automatically knew that it must be in me as well. Otherwise I wouldn't recognize it in him. And then, and then I realized, I was like, oh my God, it's in everyone. It's in absolutely everyone. Like we're all Christ. No one realizes, <laughs> no, no, no one, like they don't, they fail to mention that in school, <laughs> that we're all Christ beings and we all have that seed of Christ within us and it has to sprout to become the, the flame or, 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 or the fruit of the Christ. But so in that moment, this is also the second day of my awakening, I, I connected with Dean and then I had all these other downloads of recognizing the Christ in him, realizing it is in me, realizing it's in everyone. And, um, and then I, then I started getting like just downloads and it was like, it was like the angels of the highest celestial realms were like singing to me about the nature of reality. So wow. prior to my awakening experience, I really, really did not know what love is. Yeah. I did not know what eternity was. I did not know what infinity is. I didn't know what timelessness is. They were all two dimensional words. I had absolutely no insight or comprehension in what, what, what those words truly mean. But on the second day of my awakening, I was just getting like literally just like angelic choruses 
pouring through my consciousness, explaining to me about the nature of reality and about what these words truly, truly mean on the deepest, juiciest level of what they really mean. And, um, and, and, and so basically I had this experience where my third eye was like blasted open. And then from that moment, then every single person that I met, I had access to their Akashic records. So I'd be able to pull through information about their, their primary soul mission, the major blocks that they've come here to clear their their path of mastery it was like i would just be able to meet someone and it would just be i would be like imprinted with information on a very very deep psychic level about about their soul's journeys all about always about the soul it's like i became fluent in soul language you could say i, I i'm that that is the perfect way to describe me really that i i'm i'm fluent in soul language so that's what happened to me and that was when i was 21 and obviously you know it's, i was coming up to my birthday on um, Sunday and I'm going to be 47 so I've spent my whole adult life being awake and it's been very very lonely oh uh, well thank you for sharing that that is pretty powerful and just for everyone who's listening in on my side or my people that are introduced to this please do your due research and studying how to clear the pineal how to decalcify the pineal uh, there's so many different things because this kundalini, she's calling it experience, is actually a scientific thing. And I'm a scientist, I'm a doctor. Um, you know, that kind of seemed like oogie boogie to me when I very first was introduced to it. And I was just like, oh my gosh, you know, what is that? And that sounds weird. But there's actually science to everything that she's saying. There's real data. And what happens is um, there's fluid that goes up the spine that basically trips all the electric circuits of your body comes up to your brain, ignites brain cells into your, um, into your brain that maybe have been dormant and or kind of asleep, you know, whatever. And, um, and maybe even dead, it can re uh, resurrect them. Um, and then it kind of shoots back down. And there's lots of teachings that you can get out there, but it actually can, you can apply it to biblical if that's your choice or um, science or whatever, you can look into all of these things and check that out. Um, the pineal uh, gland is uh, often referred to as the third eye, but also it's just a scientific thing that every single person has. And if we are not keeping that clear and decalcified, then that does cause the separation. It does cause the illusion of separation, I should say. And, um, doesn't give us not only the ability to connect with God, because this is a major antenna that allows us to connect with God, but also like she was just talking about, connects us to this other, to the entire world, uh, who we're all just a mirror of each other. Um, and when she was talking about Christ and everyone being Christ or everyone um, reflecting Christ, we have the Christ consciousness in our DNA. We have the DNA signature in our very, very cells. It's just if we're awake to it or not. It's just if we're actually walking into the power that we already are. The word Christian, um, by definition, means to follow Christ. How do you follow what you already are inside on every DNA, DNA level that's in your cells? Like, so I don't really love the word Christian just because by definition in conscious language, how do you follow something out there when everything's inside already? It's just, are we awake to the power of everything that God, love, truth is, 
and walking in that on a regular moment to moment to moment, will by will by will. Thoughts on that? Yeah, that's um, a really, really great way to explain it. And um, Char uh, Archie's being super hectic. He's um, he's being a complete pain in the backside. I'm not going to lie. And um, so I'm, I'm just trying to manage Archie. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, I absolutely agree with that. And it's so wonderful that you have that ability to be able to take those spiritual experiences and to be able to articulate them in a way that people that are interested in science and stuff like that are going to be able to understand. And I knew that when I had my experience, that it, it was a scientific experience like I never ever doubted the efficacy of my experience like and now the thing is a lot of people that have these experiences that I had um basically it if it happens in the west then it's very easy that your family will then label you as as like unstable or or that you need to get sectioned or something like that um, but because I, you know, I, my, my experience happened in India and, and, and that was really a great thing, but, but the, th the fact of the matter is I'm a very, very grounded person. Like it, it's completely and utterly in my astrology, um, you know, that I, like I've got moon in Capricorn, rising sign Capricorn, Mars in Taurus, like I'm very, very earthed. So it, even though I was having the most extraordinary experience of, of, of consciousness, my feet never left the ground. I was always completely and utterly um, present to, to, to what was going on in, in the moment, in the, in, in, in the reality of the moment. So, um, but unfortunately, a lot of people that have these experiences, they, they don't have that gift of groundedness and, and it can be really, really misunderstood. Um, you know, yeah. 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 And when she's talking about the records, um, please understand she's referring to code and libraries that we all carry within our biofield. And I have a whole book on that, on the science part of that. But what she's saying is when she could, when she tapped into all that, she was able to suddenly see what's going on with, with each individual person and be able to help them. Because if we could all know what we're supposed to be doing here on the planet and really walk it out and actually remember who we are and the powerful beings that we are, then nothing's going to stop us from not only changing as an individual with responsibility, response able, but that as each of us do the inner work on an individual basis, that's changing the whole collective of the entire planet and beyond. And so I love that, um, that, that that is a gift that you have and that you've tapped into. I wish everybody was tapping into that. Mm -hmm. And I could tell you how on a science level to decalcify using things like Divana tea, Divana um, essential oils, ghee um, mm -hmm. instead of butter, um, mm -hmm. making sure you have no fluoride in the house mm -hmm. or your toothpaste or your water, um, eggs, the, the, the yolk of the eggs is the oranger that it is, is going to be helpful. Anything we can do to decalcify is obviously going to be helpful, but let's jump forward a little bit because, uh, you know, you're now on like an international support to mm. so many, um, not only because of all the collaborations that you have and people that you're working with and have been able to network with and round up, mm -hmm. but tell, there's something really amazing happening right now. Mm -hmm. And um, talk to us a little bit about, you know, elections and, you know, uh, the world changes here that we're living and experiences right now and what we can do as individuals um, with that. 
Well, yeah, I mean, you know, what can be perceived, it can be perceived from a multi-dimensional perspective. So there's like a third dimensional chess game that's getting played out, a 4D chess game and a 5D chess game. My focus is predominantly on the 5D chess game. That's where I'm orientated. And so, you know, on the, on the 5D chess game, the white hats got the looking glass technology and you know they knew about what was coming and they knew about all the deep state black hat moves and they were able to counterbalance them through the use of the technology of the looking glass technology so the, the white hats like they know on, on on the 5d what's going on but what it looks like to us on the third dimensional level is that is that the vast amount of humanity is still asleep and is still just like sucking up the mask thing and just you know and and it's just completely forgotten who they are because the thing is is that humans are so beautiful like we're god's creation and so we're essentially exquisite in nature and we want to be good we we, we innately want to do good and and we, we we want to be good girls and boys like we do it's just part of our part of our dna and so if we program to believe that our governments care about us and that they are guiding us in in the right way then that then we're going to go along with that because that is the nature of humanity we're, we're just we're just beautiful souls most of us but so it takes someone like you know you have to be rebellious like i pride myself in being an extraordinary rebel like I like I won't take none of the programming, like the aging program, the lack program, the um the, the the karmic relationship program. Like I'm just like, that's not me. I know who I am. I'm a Christ being and I'm an avatar, I'm an avatar goddess. And so my consciousness and my DNA has the ability to 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 maintain this vessel for up to two thousand years. Thank you very much. I won't be taking on your programming, your false archonic aging program. So you've got to be a rebel. You've got to be a rebel. You've got to rebel against the programs. And and that's what everyone is being given this opportunity to rebel, you know, and to say no. Two plus two is four. Two plus four does not equal five. You know, and that's what the governments are all trying to do. They're, they're trying to, you know, like make illogicality logical. And most people are like, they're so nice. They're like, oh, all right. Okay, well, I did think two plus two is four, but now the government's saying two plus two is 76. We'll just go with it. We'll just go with uh, it. All right. right. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> and, and, and then, and then we're like, no, no, but it's always four. Two plus two is always four. They're like, and they're like, how dare you? You conspiracy theorist. How dare you say that two plus two is four? <laughs> so you have to be a rebel and um you know yeah archie get down you're being so naughty uh, the naughtiest doggy ever sorry no 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 so what where do we start because i know that you're doing everything you can you're doing the meditation collective meditations you're doing posts there's a lot of digital warriors who are up there just doing their best to to do their spear. I know I'm doing my best to do my spear people and just get the word out in a hope and a prayer that whoever is ready will see whatever I present at the time with whoever I have. And maybe your voice is the one, or maybe Charlie's voice is the one, or Robert Steele or Carrie Cassidy or Laura. I mean, we're so diverse and it takes different people sometimes to say the same thing in a different way that 
does that ignite that you know ignites that awakening and you know i appreciate what you're doing what do you suggest for people just regular joe blows at home who haven't yet awakened and and i'm sure you're running into people who are like just zombies and it's like oh my gosh you just want to wake them up and go don't you see this and it's like ooh. so my attitude is is that i i think that you know i don't i'm not invested in anyone waking up even close members of my family because i think you've made a deal with god you've sat at the feet of mother father god and you've planned out your destiny you planned out your timeline so it's not my job to interfere with you a lot of my family are choosing to stay asleep and i respect that i respect that i respect everyone's choice that they make now you know people don't people don't believe me because like for example liam liam's like really like he wants people to wake up but that that's just that puts you in such a weak position like it's i'm in a really powerful position because i don't care i mean i do care but i'm not invested in you personally like that's between you and god love do you know what i mean it's, it, it's really all i can do is is follow my passion and follow my truth and you know people that are on the awakening path people that like if you sort of think of your eye, your spiritual eyes, they're not sealed shut, they're a little bit open. I appeal to those people with their spiritual eyes a little bit open. So they're, 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 they're open to, to those, those vibrations. I haven't really got time for people that eyes are sealed shut. If you wanna just suck it all up, that's your path. If you wanna send your kid to school in a mask for eight hours and your kid's gonna come home with like all mad scars and shit on their face like that you needed the extra boot up your backside i'm not going to feel sorry for you because you you can do the research we've all done the research we didn't want to do the research i didn't want to find out about what i've had to find out no one wants to find that out but i know now and everyone has access to the internet so i i really like i, I i'm not invested all I can do is keep, keep, you know, working with the people that want to wake up, the people whose consciousness like wants to keep on expanding. That's my job. And if I do meet people like, you know, I meet sort of like 3D asleep people, I'm just loving and respectful. And I just, just, just like, you know, you're at where you're at. And, and that's cool. That's between you and God. Yes, no judgment. And, um, and because I have been there and I understand and but then there's also like i guess the timing thing of just like oh my gosh we're so close and it's so big and i just wish you could see and but you're right i i need to like just calm down and be like it is what it is and you're at where you're at and be okay with that and not have any expectation because i think that's where we can get disappointed but and talk about spiritual hygiene because um with what's come up and bots and whoever narratives you know that that come on social media and oh my gosh the hate on youtube to i mean on twitter today of uh, just the literal psychic murder attacks of just you know trump saying you know that he's set, stepping out or whatever because of the scary virus and i mean literally people are like yay and all of this crazy stuff and i mean i'm finding it easier and easier to block 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 because i just don't have time but tell me what your thoughts are on that on on specifically how to deal with toxic people online yeah i mean it's just spiritual hygiene in general 
Well, I, I don't. I have a very, very strict block policy and um, one strike and you're out with me. So um, unless I only allow people into my digital space and into my heart space, if you're loving and respectful. And so you, you're always welcome to engage with me if you're loving and respectful. If it ever, ever comes out of that vibration, I'm done. I'm absolutely, completely done. And um, I, that's just the way that I've decided to deal with the amount of people that, that, that I am dealing with. Um, you know, and it works for me. It keeps my space very, very, very clean. And, you know, and a lot of people, they're like, oh, I'm not going on Facebook anymore because, you know, all the masks and all the, and I'm like, I don't follow people like that. Like I just, those people just are not part of my vibrational reality anymore. Um, but what I know that I do is because I've got quite a far reach now, I know that I'll put a post out and it will get shared like 100, 150 times. And so that's a seed. Like you, we cannot underestimate the power of planting seeds. Like there's not a personal investment in you waking up, but, but we can all plant seeds. We can all expose as many people as possible to this information so that at least at least they're getting some kind of exposure um so but with is there anything hygiene of my digital space yeah I mean I think just yeah I'm just really um I have a lot of self-love like I I am a true embodier of self-love and I and I don't take any shit I mean I'm really really super loving and generous and kind but I will never ever take shit from anyone on any level and I just think that we all need to get to that place you know because the way I see it is that I'm God's daughter. My, my little baby girl self is so precious to God. I remember how precious I am. And so God gave parent Jen, adult Jen, the job to look after little baby Jen. And that's my job. And so I will do everything to protect her, that she's my priority. And so I will not allow toxic energy into my field on any level whatsoever. And that is self-love in action. You know, but that's not to say, like, say, for example, I block someone and then they I've got all these other like platforms like Instagram, Twitter, Gmail. People can write to me and say, Jen, I'm really, really sorry about that, how that interaction went. Well, I've really reflected on it and blah, blah, blah. So if you come back to me with love and respect, we can we can rekindle our connection. But but if you and also, I don't tolerate Trump hatred. I do not tolerate it. And, and that's been a bit triggering for a lot of people because obviously a lot of people have hated him. But I see him as like, I, I absolutely adore him. And I thank God for him every single day. And I am so grateful for him. And I know that we manifested Trump. We, all of us that had reached that fifth dimensional plateau within our own consciousness, we affected the timeline of planet earth. Yes. And so I don't see him as a savior. I see him as a reflection of the vibration that we all manifested. Like part me, me coming into awakening or enlightenment, whatever you want to call it, that was part of the vibration that called Mr. Potus into the White House. I see him as a star seed, like one of the 144,000, but he has a very, very unique role that he can sign the executive orders. He can sign the executive orders in the White House to give the land back to the natives, to stop animal cruelty, to, you know, to give the dignity back to the black community, to, like, he has that power to sign those executive orders. So I personally have, like, to say I have deep respect for him is, is, is the biggest understatement I will ever utter.
my, my respect for him knows no bounds. So I will not tolerate any hatred towards him. Good, I love that. And what? how is that, um, what is this, the climate of Trump in general in the UK? Because we've seen marches and all these other countries where people are actually saying, what about me? What about us, Trump? And like asking for help. It's like, it's interesting how other countries are actually marching for and standing up for truth. And then in, and then here in the States, uh, you know, riots and burning down things. And, you know, that's just like, what is going on? Mm. Um, but are you, you are seeing marches and what have you where you are, or I've, I've seen some of your videos that you posted, but um, what, what, how do people perceive Trump besides you? I know that you uh, have- yeah. So I live in Glastonbury and in Glastonbury, it's like California. It's like lefty liberal central where everyone's just gone down this program of, of, of leftism. And so obviously that, is, that has been a program which has been an anti-Trump program, you know? And obviously like the media have, have done a number on everyone. They put billions and billions of dollars to, to in, into AI programming to make everyone hate Trump. And it's worked, it's, it has worked. So I can only speak about my little town of Glastonbury um, and I would say it's like probably 80% liberal haters. So my stance has, has caused me a lot of trouble in this town because they see me as a traitor to hippies because this is like a real sort of bohemian hippie town. And because I'm like the only person that's actually got a platform really on social media, they're like, they are disgusted with me. They're like, they feel like I'm a traitor. They think I've lost my mind. They think I've gone mentally ill. That And like, so I had like loads of people all colluding together saying, we actually think Jen has lost the plot and they contacted my mom and my mom is a serious Trump hater she said to me that she thinks he is the most dangerous man that has ever walked on this earth wow. that's what she said I was like I, 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 was, I, I can't argue with that I cannot argue with that she says he's the most dangerous man that's ever walked on the face of the earth even though he hasn't started one single war he's brought all the troops home and he, he literally stands for peace so you, what, you can't argue with that. But, but my mum is a typical example of this left socialist ideology that has completely and utterly taken over logic and reasoning, you know? And so I'm surrounded by that. I'm surrounded by Trump haters, but I don't care. Wow. That's gotta be difficult because I'm very fortunate that my parents are extremely on board with Trump and my partner is completely awake so uh, I've run into people who are in the same position that you are, with, whether it's siblings or family or what have you, and in partnership even, where people are on completely different sides. And, you know, it's really caused problems even in their marriages because of that. But um, talk to me about your mission regarding the children and Trump's role in that, because honestly, I've asked this question a few times. And I've put it out there a few times and I've said, honestly, tell me one politician that's ever been in a, in, you know, in a role of anything leadership, uh, whether it's the president or any, any kind of role that has mandated and made an order to put an emphasis on saving children. And I've yet to have anyone come back and give me a name of a single person because I don't think there is any, I mean, maybe, and, I, and if you know of any, or someone who's listening, there isn't. Can give me a name, let me know a name, but 
Trump is literally has signed an executive order to to end trafficking, not just children, but trafficking in general. And I know that's a big part of your mission. So please share with me what you think is really going on with some of that. Yeah, no, I think that that most of them are complicit in in these heinous crimes for some reason. It's all like this it's this old men's club, isn't it? And you, you know, you have to do these crimes to children to get into the club, and then you you blackmailed, and you, they've got you. They they've got you by the balls, and then you you are part of the the club, the club. You know what I mean? So that so so obviously and if you if you become a whistleblower you get you die like you know with, with all the clintons and that they just like killed them all they just killed all the whistleblowers so you know he was the only one that that had the the wherewithal to 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 stand against them and you know a lot of people say why is he associated with Epstein? Well, he had to be associated with Epstein because he had to be go into that disgusting world to actually see firsthand what they're up to so that when he got into his position of power, he could like pull the rug from under their feet and take them all down. Thank you very much. So that's what's going on with that. And with the children, um, you know, <sighs> Well, I come from a family of, of sexual abuse. There's been like in my lineage, there's been, you know, sexual abuse. And I remember when I was a little girl, I wasn't abused luckily, but my 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 other generations were. But I remember as a little, little girl, I grew up um, in Hampstead. And in Hampstead, that's like one of the worst places. The children's homes in Hampstead was like the worst, like they would put Hollywood to shame. Like that That was like the, the, the mother sort of core of where the abuse was was born from was these children's homes in in Hampstead. So I I went to school in Hampstead. I would like lived five minutes from there. So it was interesting that I was sort of like strategically placed in such an incredibly dense part of the world. But I remember like my parents' generation was like, well that just happens. Children get abused. Happens wow. all the time. But for me, it's like not on my watch. Like I refuse to live in a world where children are being sacrificed. I, I refuse to live in a world where children are being abused. And so I will use every single power that I have to be a voice for those children. And the only reason why it's kept, it stayed so sort of like, you know, kind of hidden is because it's it, because it has been hidden in the shadows. So people like myself, we're shining a big light. We're like, oh, oh, that ha that's what happened in that in that. Um, um, children's home in, in in Hampstead oh that's what Tom Hanks did to to that that child it's like we are now exposing it and so it, it cannot live in the underbelly of of the shadows anymore so people like myself are raising a lot of awareness like people people didn't know people didn't know I I only recently found out about the deep underground military bases and that was just before Covid and I found Gene on um what's his name I can't remember Gene who does the about the dumbs and I must admit that was the hardest red pill of my life and it disturbed me so deeply when I found out about the deep underground military bases and about what about about the children that were being kidnapped and all the you know so uh, so what I did was I then used my platform to to um, bring a huge amount of awareness to to this research what I was finding out and then then loads of people were contacting me saying Jen I've been working in mental health I, I, I know that I meant to work with these children please can you hook me up so 
by just exposing this, we're, we're gathering an army of amazing souls who are going to be there for these children, you know? So that's how it, it's sort of like translating onto a practical level, you know? And yep. um, yeah. Yeah, and um, it, it's infiltrated every aspect. I mean, not just politics, like I mentioned previous, but previously, but you brought up Tom Hanks and um, we're talking about Hollywood, we're talking about the music industry, we're talking about the military with my lab. Um, you know, it's across the board in every arena of all the things. Unfortunately, I grew up military and I was stationed, we were stationed in Montauk and I, and I know about the dumbs, unfortunately. Wow. Um, as a child, they took me out of my, out of my classroom and um, there's a lot of stuff that happened with that. So, so and, and you know, the memories that I've had uh, you know, growing up of these little like blank little pieces of things, it's, it's, I didn't have a context for it because it didn't make any sense in the world that I knew of the programming that we're in now. And they do all kinds of things to make sure you don't remember. Um, but when some of this stuff, well, I, it's a long thing and I'm in my own healing process too. So it, it just makes me so, um, I'm with you on making sure that children are safe and that they can be brought up in a carefree, loving, fun, playful time where they can just, we can all just enjoy life and um, play and be outside and ride our bikes and, you know, deal with school or just the regular things instead of all of this, you know, mess. And um, I know you work with like Sasha Stone and Magenta and all these other guys. Um, and Robert Steele I've had on and all these other guys too. And, you know, there is so much evidence about it. And yet if, if I bring this up, people actually don't believe me still. And it's know. like, how, you know, they're, they want proof and they don't understand, you know, too about, you know, these earthquakes and, you know, the, the cloning places underground and, you know, all of this stuff. I mean, this is very, very real. And when it is brought all out, and people won't have any choice but to actually be exposed to it. I think people are just gonna maybe just lose their minds because, I mean, you said that it was a tough red pill. Um, you know, when they started talking about the doms and showing everything underground, I mean, my recollection was naked kids in cages, eating dog food, you know, having all these testing. Yeah, so it's like, at that minute, you're just like, why am I thinking that? Why does that come? And why are they always the same pictures? Like, wow. it's not like an imagination where you're like, you know, it's like, why would you even be thinking that? And then some of the behaviors and things that I have done growing up, it's it makes sense when it come when I could see where it came from. But um, we are definitely in a time where we, this is an important time. If this is something that you don't believe me or her or all the other people that we've both interviewed. I mean, Sasha Stone, my God, he is, um, you know, he's taken on world leaders and brought them together for great commissionings just for the sake of saving children. And, you know, do your due diligence and look into some of this stuff that's not on the regular news, please. I'm asking you, just check into it. And um, thank you for what you're doing to bring light to it for sure. Um, yeah. Do you have any thoughts about where we are as far as, um, you know, I know you just posted something about Trump, you know, 
going because of this COVID thing mm -hmm. and him being away and maybe 10 days of darkness mm -hmm. or anything like that. Do you have anything on that? Or uh, do you really think he, his, he has been tested with COVID or what are your thoughts on any of this? Um, it's difficult because if you have inside information for like, it's difficult whether that should be come out. Do you know what I mean? It's a fine line to cross. Um, but I, I personally, this is my, what I personally feel is that he doesn't have COVID and it was a strategic genius uh, chess move game. And um, I was just talking to Liam about the 10 days of darkness and I don't know what that's gonna look like. Like, I don't feel like the internet's gonna go down. I, I know a lot of people have said that, but I, I can't see that timeline of the internet going down. So I'm not quite sure how this 10 days of darkness is is exactly going to manifest um it could it could be something to do with the arrests that's what i'm hearing at the moment that um the 10 days of darkness is in reference to the arrests and my feeling is is that hillary is going to be the the first big arrest and um i think that when I tune in, it feels like there's something about the HCQ um, medicine that is going to come into the forefront of, of this narrative, of this COVID narrative. And um, it's going to expose the pharmaceutical companies and, and their agenda. That, that's my feeling. Like, I, I've got a lot going on in my personal life at the moment, so I haven't really had the time to, to really, really go deep and to get the downloads. And I do want to, and I'm hoping that tomorrow I'm going to have the time and space to really, really, because I posted some incredible things today from really, really incredible researchers, and I didn't get a chance to read the whole thing. I just knew that they were gold and I had to post them. But I think tomorrow I'll get a really good chance to actually digest that information and then I'll be able to put the dots together on a deeper level. So today, I, I, I think I'm going to be able to get a deeper insight. Um, but, but this is my insight at the moment, which is which is pretty, pretty clear. I, I feel that there is something to do with the HCQ as um, coming in as a cure. And and then possibly it just being exposed that all those people didn't have to die. Like if there's a cure, then they didn't have to die. And so then that will shine a light on all the governors, that will shine a light on the medical, the hospitals, the care homes, or all of these institutions that, that allowed for, for this. But, you know, I, I, I'm just gonna lay my cards on the table here. You know, there, there are sort of like two timelines playing out. There's like the yeah. one 5D New Earth timeline and there's the New World Order hijack timeline. And they are both playing out concurrently at the moment. And um, what was I going to say about the New World Order timeline? Yeah, I just think that it's really, really important to understand that, you know, basically I did a video with Charlie Freak and Magenta Pixie a few days ago. And um, what I said... It was like, are the white hats in control? That was the name of the video. And I opened the video by saying, guys, this is what I reckon. I reckon the deep state is like a pyramid monster. And it's got all these different heads that are coming out of the pyramid at different levels. What I was shown was that the highest echelons of these heads have been cut off. They, they, they are no longer thriving or living, you could say. 
but the lower echelons of this pyramidic monster, they, they still have some gumption and, and in, in their actions. So it feels like there literally is an attack against humanity taking place at the moment. Like for example, with all of the restrictions in schools and stuff like that, like that is a specific target to children because obviously the new world order plan is to take out the vulnerable. They wanna cull the population. They, they, they think there's too many people on earth. They wanna get rid of like, you know, cull the population. So their first agenda is to, to cull the most vulnerable. So they're, they're working on the elderly, people with um, health conditions and children. So whether you, you can't just sit in a fairyland and say, oh, the white hats are in control on the fifth dimension, because on the third dimension, the, there is shit going down, you know, and then but then you could say, well, are the white hats cranking up this agenda, allowing these black hats to play out their role in order to wake up people? Because say, for example, you've got a mother, she's like, oh, just going along with it. Oh yeah, I'll just, I'll just put a mask on my kid. Oh, oh yeah, that's fine. She'll be all right. She can do social distancing. I've got to do my work. I've got to do my work. So, so this isn't a sleep mother of the, of the highest order. She is asleep, she's programmed. But then she's going to send her little baby girl to school and her baby girl's going to come home with all like scabs and like a mad disease on her face. Surely that's going to be her wake up call. Surely she's going to be like, holy mother macaroni. Like, I can't be going along with the government. Like, I, I have to, I'm not going to put my child's risk, um, health at risk. So we all have to understand that there's all these different sort of like timelines that are playing out and you get to choose. That's the whole point. You get to choose. I have not once wore a mask. I have not once had my temperature taken. I have, I haven't done anything. I haven't, like COVID doesn't, it doesn't even exist for me because that's the timeline I'm on. Everyone has that choice, but so many people are just going along with it. Oh yeah, I went to a restaurant tonight and it was just pathetic, absolutely pathetic, the amount of people that have masks on. Like, I, I, I'm sorry, I was so disappointed in humanity. I was just like, you all, like, come on. Like, you know, you walk into a restaurant, you've got your mask on, you sit down on the table, you take your mask off. You go to the toilet, you put your mask on. We're all sitting next to each other. What about this six people rule? <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. And me and, me and Liam, we just go everywhere. We don't wear a mask. We don't even yeah. And you know what's funny is people, when I say that, people say, oh, but I live in a place that has a mandate or has a law. Well, first of all, a law and a mandate aren't the same thing. Yeah, correct. And there's not a law. And the mandate is unconstitutional. But they, they say that like because they don't live where I am and they just see me on social media. And if I make that comment, they say, oh, but I live here and there's a mandate. And it's like, uh, I have the same mandate you do. I'm just not doing it. You know, you get the free will choice. People don't understand. What are they going to do? They're not going to arrest you. They can't. If everyone would just stop, then what would they do? There's nothing they could do. There's and nothing so they can do. Like, and avoid these avoid shops that that want to like you know that, that require you to wear a mask why do you have to go into that shop if that shop is saying to you track and trace and mask like why in god's earth would you go there do you, are you that programmed that you're gonna like you know sacrifice your human human dignity to get a blooming temperature gun aimed directly infrared light at your pineal gland yeah. wake up humanity yeah. like come on you know but i just think like you know if you're gonna make that choice and that's your choice you made that agreement with god I, I, i'm I, 
are beyond are beyond caring right now. Whether if that's your personal choice that you've made, so be it. Well, and here in the states, we actually had a federal judge say that it was unconstitutional, and we've had um, the CDC come out and say that they were wrong about all the numbers, which we've been talking about for you know months and months and months. And then I keep getting fact checked and put in Facebook jail and whatever for saying the truth as a doctor. And so it's um, it's it's like okay, so you don't believe me. But then now the CDC has said it and now a federal court judge has said it and then you still don't believe me and you still don't believe the CDC <laughs> and you still don't believe the judge who is is ruling according to the constitution and yet nothing's changed. Um, and it, you know, only Florida that I know of have actually lifted everything. Um, and meanwhile, I think California is in full lockdown still and it's just like, why, unless there's more to it. You know, there ha you've got to look and you've got to ask why. And I'm not saying you personally, I'm just saying in general, people need to dig in and go, okay, if the CDC is saying this and, and this, and it's not constitutional, there's got to be something bigger going on here. Or like you said, most of them are just like, oh, but I just trust them. If they're saying we need to do this, there must be a reason and just going along with it. Instead of recognizing and going back to what you said, consciousness, the DNA inside of us that is awake and has the opportunity to be the powerful beings that we are and walk it out. Because it's one thing if you know something, it's another thing to walk it out and be God and action and take the action steps. And if we're gonna sit around and be awake, but yet not do anything about it, that's no better than being asleep in the first place. Correct. Yes, sister, I, I absolutely agree. And um, everyone is just being given an invitation. Are you going to comply to illogicality or are you going to rebel in, in, to what is logical? It's a no brainer for me, but I'm flabbergasted the amount of people that are complying to illogicality. I'm like, really, <laughs> really, you're doing yeah. that? It's, it's, it's sad and people are literally scared. They're doing it because they're literally afraid that they're going to catch something. I mean, I watch people, I see what they're doing and they're afraid. They're afraid if you get too close or if you step, you know, past the, the X or, you know, I walked into a, a, an office the other day and I've never had problems. This is the first time this has happened where I walked in and someone was like, do you have your mask? And I was like, I'm, I'm exempt. And then they said, what does that mean? And I had to explain. No, and you then, don't have to explain. And within two minutes, someone else came and said, is there any way you can wait outside for me to get you this? Because everyone is afraid inside. And I was like, oh my God, yeah, sure. I will be outside. And also I'm never coming back here. Like you can bring me my stuff and I'm also never coming back here. So um, I know it's really late for you where you're at. Can, do you have any final words? And also let, tell me all the places, tell everybody all the places where people can connect with you and see what you're doing. I know you have events and com things coming up and let's get everybody plugged in. That was a big goal for me is, is to let people who are drawn and resonate to you to really, really connect with what you're doing. So just, um, will this go out before tomorrow? Are you going to put this on your platform before tomorrow? Because that would be yeah. ideal for me. Okay. So it's tomorrow, actually live on my Facebook right now. Oh, great, great. So tomorrow I am going to be facilitating a very, very important ceremony for the collective. My gift or speciality, you could say, is in divine union and twin flames. I assist many people to come to the vibratory frequency to attract their twin flame. So I was shown that 
you know, between now and December the 21st, there's going to be a mass um, unions taking place with many, many, many of the first wave 144,000 twin flames. So this is all connected to this astrological alignment that's going to take place on the 21st of December. So what my team have showed me that the, the major number one block that is blocking twins from coming together is a false belief that you don't deserve it. The false program that you are unworthy to receive the, the most blissful and ecstatic love of creation and so tomorrow i'm going to be facilitating a ceremony whereby we're going to be completely and utterly removing this toxic program which which basically you know has us all believing that we are not worthy for for this godly divine love so we're going to be removing that false program and we're going to be putting in the true fifth dimensional program of worthiness that we are all worthy and we're going to be setting that into our field so this is going to be a very very important ceremony especially if you identify as one of the um, 144,000 first wave twin souls then this is very 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 important for you but even if you can't show up know that the work that we're going to be doing is going to be having a phenomenal effect on the collective so the ceremony, the ceremony starts at 20 past eight tomorrow night. It's in a secret group on Facebook. We'll put all my links for you to link up with me and you can just email me and I'll send you the link to book or I might even just send you the book to the link to book actually, Chanel. And um, so that's that's a really, really important thing. I'm going to be doing three ceremonies up to up to equinox i mean up to solstice the second one is going to be clearing sexual trauma because what with all this shadow work around sexual abuse a lot of us empaths are are feeling really there's so much sexual trauma that we need to clear from our astral field and our physical field and emotion all our fields emotional field and spiritual so the next ceremony um which i'm going to do before the december 21st is going to be a a, a recalibration of our of our sexuality and the healing of our sexual trauma very very important work for the collective and um the uh, and there's going to be another one as well it's just it's, it's, part, it's past my mind but also i'm going to be doing a 1010 global transmission oh and wow yeah so I, I i host these transmissions once once or twice a month and on the equinox transmission we had 500 people sign up i think that was the most that i've had sign up and um, so on the 1010, we're going to be working with assisting the collective to transition from this binary one and zero system to the quantum system. This is all part of this big, massive shift that's going to take place after December the 21st, that we're going to shift from this binary kind of like system of one, one and naught to the quantum system. So this is really, really exciting. We're also going to be working with hijacking the moon doing an angelic hijack of the moon because there's a lot of nefarious energies have entered into the moon matrix and it's very important that we clear them so we're going to do a massive takeover angelic takeover of the moon matrix um, and also we're going to be doing there's going to be a relationship shuffle so what my team have shown uh, me that there, that there are partners that like are not of the highest spiritual caliber that are in 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 relationships at the moment but they need to there needs to be a shake-up so it's a bit like like a line dance where you and everyone change partners uh, <laughs> but, yeah so so this is going to be really really big in terms of assisting in that in that shift 
of those of those new wave of relationships that are going to be coming in from um, coming in from the 21st of December. This is such a crucial point for us all because this is when Jupiter goes into nought degree Aquarius. And, um, and I happen to have in my chart Jupiter at nought degrees Aquarius. And I had my chart done recently and the astrologer was like, he's like, oh my God, like you really are a really powerful leader. And like, you really are gonna be like, you know, well-known in the new earth and blah, blah, blah. And it was all to do with this, this astrological alignment. So my, my Jupiter is in nought degrees Aquarius and it lines up on the 21st of December in Jupiter in nought degrees Aquarius, boom. Yeah. Yeah, so this is going to mark the beginning of the of the um, age of Aquarius. So awesome. we're going to be doing a lot of preparatory work now with the collective um, to prepare everyone for this for this big shift. Awesome. Well, um, I hope you guys will take some time to check all of those things out and check out all of her platforms so you can find her, especially if there ends up being some sort of censorship issue. Um, you don't want to just connect on one. You want to get all of them because if one goes down, you still have access to the other. I know she's on Instagram and other things too. Um, for me, if you can go to swiftfire.org, you can subscribe there too because I have a few hits myself and I really do hope to stay up. We're moving some things onto a different platform just to be aware. But if there is a disconnect, if I have your email, then you guys are all safe when we can still connect and figure out where we're headed to. But yeah, check out swiftfire.org. Um, a lot of the things that she was talking about on a spiritual level um, can be explained on a science level and this book called The Science of Miracles. And it's about, and um, it's actually called The Science of Miracles, Remembering the Frequency of Love. And I say remembering in a specific literal consciousness way of, this is our member to remember, to realign, whether it's divine partnership and or just the awareness of the Christ consciousness in each cell and actually actively walking that out and experience instead of, you know, all the programming, um, you know, you can check these things out too. And I'd love to send this to you, um, Jen, I'll get your address and I'll send that oh, to you too. You. Um, I also have these crystal cards. I've been studying a lot on the power of Tesla and crystals and how they work with your biofield and how they move. And I'm going to send you that too, but I love oh. you so much. Oh, you are an amazing, brilliant, radiant beam of light. And I just love you so much. And please keep doing what you're doing. And the purity of heart that you walk in is just tangible. It's so often I'm going to cry. So you're so authentic and so loving. And I'm just, I can't even believe, I mean, I'm just so um, enamored that we got time together finally. And I hope to have you back on again another time soon uh, in the future, maybe sometime before the December mark. Yeah, you know, great. I'd love to come back. Awesome. It's been really, really great. I've really, really loved our connection and our alchemy. And um, yeah, I've got a lot of energy from this chat. And um, yeah, it's going to be great to meet meet your whole, your audience and your community. And um, yeah, I look forward to reading the comments and, and I'm sure I'm going to get lots of lovely emails. And yeah, I'm really, I'm really happy to meet you awesome. so so i'm going to stop the recording now everyone so thank you all so much please can you share this video brothers and sisters it's going to help so many people and it's just going to bring inspiration to lots and lots of brothers and sisters of yours you know you've got to have this experience of watching it now you can share it so that people that you love can also be in the vibration of this conversation so let's just get this message out there and um and i'll see all of you tomorrow on the worthiness ceremony god bless us all
Bless you so much. Have a sweet dreams tonight. Get some rest. Thank Thanks. you. Thanks, love. Thank you.